Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. You know, we always get into these conversations before we hit record, and then I'm like, everything we just said was horrible, but everybody would probably love it, too. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Casey? Nothing much. How y'all doing? Uh, just surviving the quarantine, boo yes. Do will survive. Shut the front door. <laughs> well, I'd say I tried pretty hard for that joke. I, one might say I went the distance. Oh, God. <laughs> he was reaching for that one. <laughs> no, everybody at home's like, "Wait, wait what?" <laughs> We're talking about cake. You know, I think after the show, I think I'm going to listen to some Frank Sinatra. What? What? That was the song. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you really went the distance on that one. Yeah. <laughs> We were uh, we were punning some cake lyrics right before the show, and Stewie was getting aggravated because. Uh, Meanwhile, how... Rick James takes the new good song. Oh, oh, go ahead. I wasn't going to stop you, man. I was just going to let you go till you were done singing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled and exciting edition of the Mixtape Podcast. I am Jason Woo. Emmett. I'm Stewie D. I'm Casey Masterpiece. And that's the cast you have this week. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I know I we've actually gotten some pretty cool feedback on some of the bonus stuff, so that's kind of cool. They hate it? No, they love it. Oh. In fact, I've had more comments. I've had more good comments about the bonus stuff. It's probably because I'm not on it. And we have the actual show. Well, you are. You're on the one that just went yeah. out. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the toy things. Yeah, I'm the only one on the toy the toy things, as you call them. I mean, he he posts the information on Facebook. You think he'd learn what it was called? Rewind toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rewind toys. Yes. Gotten some positive feedback about the bonus stuff. We we've actually had a few people let us know that they've uh, been listening to the show. Uh, it's nice now. We are through Stitcher and we are through uh, what's the other one? Spotify. So I know people were trying to people who don't use Apple were trying to get a hold of it. Now you can. So there you go. Yeah. Now, now your life is, is complete. complete. Yes. The more you know. Well, I can't do no, that. No, not really. I mean, I uh, could. We could play the little thing, but it we're gonna have a more you know. So it would just be, it would just be annoying to have more than one. We're just just a little. You know up. a little bit more. How about that? <laughs> you know a little <laughs> bit more. Doesn't really have the same. Yeah, no. Oh my god! I'm gonna fucking kill my upstairs neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, you, can, you were gonna kill our downstairs neighbors. You can kill our your upstairs neighbors. And we're hey, we're, why don't we do like a switch? <laughs> I kill your downstairs neighbors. Oh, it's like throw mama from the train. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we're going to kill about 80% of the people. The people? The people? We're going to present... Oh, my shit. Are you having your stroke in installments? I, I can't even make it five minutes into the damn show. <laughs> I'm just... I really wish you had the whole mic. <laughs> that would just top the cake. Yeah. The cake? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. What do you... Why would the old... Why would my old microphone... Oh, are you stroking out and then you... Hitting the teeth uh, on the mic. Stu said I was stroking out. I don't know about all that. Well, <laughs> not in front of you. Uh, uh, that would just be weird, wouldn't it? To, uh, to, do, it, to, do, that, to do that again. Stroke sound tri- what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what did you just say? Do we have that stroke stroke sound effect? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, it done, oh, I, okay. I played a stroke sounder. Don't worry. I have on every one of them when I've. Done have you not movie. listened to any of the shows? I have, but I don't think I listened. I've heard the stroke, stroke one. Oh it's no! No, well, there's there's two or three different sounders, so uh, you know it might make it into one, and there might be a different sounder on the other one. And so <laughs> he's talking about he's actually talking about this one, I think. Stroke, 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 stroke. Uh, it ain't no joke. Stroke. Yeah, that's the one case he's talking about, I think. Right? Uh, just say yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just listening to a freaking elephant stampede above me. <laughs> See me? <laughs> Stewie and I are on. We listen to an elephant stampede underneath us. We're though. on the third floor, so when they piss us off, we just start stomping. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. I'm about to get like a broom and just kind of like smack the roof. Well, they or don't smack the ceiling. Oh no! So our ceiling is loud because of the squirrels. Squirrels and semi raccoons sometimes. So when I first moved in here, I I and I'm sorry if I offend people. I don't mean to, but this is actually what I said. So I was like, I was like, Stuart, what the hell's going on? He's like squirrels. I was like, that can't be squirrels. It sounds like midgets are wrestling up above <laughs> us. <laughs> He's like, no, just squirrels. I'm like, you sure it's not a raccoon? Because it's really loud. He's like, no, I've never seen one. The next night, I'm like, hey, man, come here. There's a raccoon sitting on our balcony just staring in at us, like just staring back. He's like, you mother. I was like, so we called and we called. How come that building in the Batman Beyond poster looks just like a butt plug? Oh, shit. <laughs> it looks exactly like a butt plug. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, yeah, because it looks like a butt plug. <laughs> I've stared at that poster a hundred times. There's a butt plug on the poster. <laughs> okay, I'm, since I'm not in the room with you guys, Batman Beyond Return. Batman Beyond Return, Return of, of the, the Joker. Joker. Look up the movie poster for it. And there's All a butt right, plug off to the bottom right. The building right behind Joker's chin is a giant... Butt, butt plug. plug. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a uh, hold on. I'm sitting, Great I'm radio. Sitting here talking, and I looked up, and I'm like, "Why the hell?" I mean, that post has been there for years. It's been in the. And I've never noticed it before. <laughs> Holy crap! So, uh, yo, yeah. So we we called, and they came out and did a half-ass job of, of the squirrels had gotten into the chimney. And oh my god, that is a butt plug. 
<laughs> I told you. And it's right by the chin, too. Yes. <laughs> He's taking it on the chin. That is straight up. That couldn't have been an accident. One of those animators is like, hey, 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 Charles, look, I'm going to draw a butt plug here. Nobody even noticed. <laughs> yeah, it, it's probably the same an, um, animator or cartoonist who was working on the uh, Little Mermaid uh, cover. And who framed, that one? who framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. They slipped that stuff in. Um, I don't know if you know this, but in The the Rescuers, <laughs> did you ever see the clip mm. from The Rescuers? When oh, they, yeah. They, they clipped like two seconds of porn into it. So Because it goes by so fast that... In what? In the movie The Rescuers, oh. there's a scene, which is a Disney movie. There's a scene where they clipped like two frames of porn right in this... <laughs> because when it was going on a reel, like you, it goes by fast that you're like, what the... You know, because I've cut, when I worked at a theater, I mean, you cut multiple frames out sometimes, and people don't really know. It skips like a second. So, yeah. So, the, you got to watch those cheeky little Disney guys, and this would be Warner Brothers animation, so the Batman stuff, so. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so they came out and did a half-ass job of patching the chimney, so they haven't got rid of the squirrels, and sometimes they'll hang out uh, right there on my windowsill and just look at me and stare at me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see you, little fuckers. <laughs> so, But they're loud as hell, dude. I mean, I, I, you could not fathom how loud these squirrels are. There's a family of four, the, I think. The bonus is when it gets really hot, they won't be up there anymore because it... It gets really hot up there. Yeah. Yeah, they just hang out there in the winter, so... But they're really cute. Two of them are little, like little baby squirrels. So they're cute, but they're loud. It's not their fault, but... And they really only get loud a couple times, like, during the day. They, they'll go out, and they're not up there, but they get, they'll get they come back up towards the nighttime, and then they get a little loud for a few minutes, but I don't usually hear them mm-hmm. after that. So that's the tale of our squirrels. And Casey has elephants, so I guess we're lucky <laughs> to have squirrels. <clears throat> So we got some really cool shit coming down the line. Um, we're gonna have some guest, some guest uh, hosts over the next I don't know a few weeks. We're gonna have people come in. You're gonna get oh, yeah. to hear some. We've got some interesting topics, and not the not your average guests either. No, some pseudo celebrities and some uh, some infamous people and, and <laughs> yes. old podcasters and, 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 a, and a, a podcaster from back in the day, a, a friend of ours. <laughs> Um, so we're working on talking to some other people. Things are going to be a little different this go around and we really wanted to try to get some guests in. We never really did that. I think we might've done one or two interviews, but we Mm. never, we never really did lengthy interviews. I, in fact, I can only recall one interview on the old show and that was Ari Lehman. And I wasn't even a part of that. Um, I want to say, was that you, you three, you Spanky and Stu, Stu, did you go for that? What's that? For the Ari Lehman. Or was yeah, that? yeah, I was there. Uh, it was you, yeah. It yeah, was we were you three. A, we were in the patio. I wasn't there. You guys went to see a band play, and you interviewed him. Me, me and Spanky. And, and Kevin, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Mike with you guys? I don't think Mike was with you guys. Uh, he may have been. I don't know. So yeah. did we ever interview anybody else? Like full-on interview anyone? Um, I don't think so. I don't think we did. So we're going to do some of that this time around. And we've got, um, we have a cool guest. I, I don't think we'll announce it. I think we got more bum- bumpers than anything. Yeah, we did a lot of bumpers, which yeah. we'll probably do this time too. And we'll have some old podcasting friends sit in, I, you know, here and there. And 
we'll just we're kind of gonna do that. And I know KC is saying that he might uh, might start coming to the studio. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. You, it. you might so. need to ingest some uh, Lysol before you go. Inject yourself with Clorox, apparently. Yeah, that's fine. You do that too. <laughs> Don't uh, worry, fellas. I'll do both. Did you? I got a I got a letter in the mail today. We're gonna go all politics. Oh, the IR. Did you get it too? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got about that the twelve hundred dollars. Hey, my fellow Americans, just wanted to let you know I gave you money, which he didn't. It didn't even sign his name on it. I don't know. You could read that signature. It was no right. stamped, whatever it, it was. It looked, it looked somebody took like a big sharpie and just kind of squiggled it around. Well, Stu, it doesn't matter. Had Donald Trump actually been the one to sign it, it'd only be worth about forty three cents. <laughs> He's, you know, that uh, Trump wouldn't it be forty five. Trump, uh, the how did you say this? The organization, the the business, are have like reached out for a stipend because they're having they're struggling so they like wait what well trump is also a business yeah Donald, right so they're the businesses are struggling so they've actually reached out to try to get help too <laughs> as far as i know they oh, haven't so, gotten any so he his businesses are trying to work out to him yeah i mean what people need to remember we're not getting into a donald trump discussion he's filed bankruptcy like numerous times oh it's, yeah it's, it's like <laughs> you know so eh, yeah but when you're a millionaire and file bankruptcy, it's a little different than when you're one of us and file bankruptcy. So, yeah, uh, totally different story. Totally different story. <clears throat> um, let me think. Uh, I got uh, a little bit in the world of retro reviews, which we're calling it now because we just decided that uh, what have you done for me? Eighties doesn't really work since we're talking nineties. Sometimes. What have yeah. you done oh. for me? Eighties. I will say that is a very catchy tune. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, Thank you. That's... What have you done for me, the eighties? Hey, I want to. I want to put it out there. Uh, we've discussed it a few times. Stewie's brought it up. Now on the old show, we had a voicemail line, and the service that everybody used doesn't exist anymore. And I know. I think a lot of. I I don't know much about it, but I think a lot of podcasts are using Google Voice now. Um, so I can look into it and see if that's even something people would be interested in doing. So if you're listening to the show and you think over an email, that is of course your mixtape mix tape podcast at gmail.com. That's tape. mix M I X Stewie. Yeah. M I X T A P E. So <laughs> on, on uh, Facebook, it, Stewie, it's the mixed. Oops. The mixed tape podcast. Uh, he's tried to fix it. Tape. I'm going to try to do it actually on a real computer. Uh, I've been doing all that on my phone. He's going to do it on a real computer. A real computer. La di da. Did what you was, hear that? What was that? What was that noise? <laughs> it sounded like water but, dropping. It was like. For my end? Um, sure sounded like. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, got. got no. uh, uh, the stampede up above me. Stampede. Um, okay. Uh, let's do. Let's just forget. Stewart. That was Stewart. Let's go ahead me. and do uh, our retro review. I only have a couple pieces of news this week, but let's go ahead and into that real quick. All right. And now it's time to peer into a strange and mysterious world called the past. As your hosts Jay and Stu bring you and Kevin. Retro review. <laughs> That's 
awesome. I just used the old retro view, review sounder that Skiznot made us, and it says, oh. as your host, Jason and Stu, and I went, and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and we're actually not looking into the past. We're actually looking into the future about the past, if that makes sense. And I got a couple of things. Um, uh, Stu and I were talking the other day, and he kind of asked a question, and I did some research for him. And I will tell everyone out there, as of right this moment, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music is still slated to release in August of this year. They have not. They haven't uh, pulled it back at all or anything like that. I believe there is also a trailer out there, so you can go what? and check that out. I need. Oh shit! Uh, well, all right, well, let me you break up the old no, YouTube. Don't put both of you. Put your shit away. All right, fine. What? <laughs> God damn it! You guys suck. You're both. <laughs> Stu reaches for his phone. Kevin's like, I'm gonna get on YouTube. I don't even know. Let's let's see if uh, Bill and Ted face the music trailer. Yep, there is a trailer. I also have most of an article I'm going to read here. I was only going to read a part of it, and uh, but the article's pretty cool, So, and there was actually more information than I thought in it, but I pulled up an article on Billboard, and it's Tommy Lee was discussing with Billboard um, a little bit about the upcoming Motley Crue concert this summer. I was looking it up for Stu, because Stu and I have tickets in July, uh, the day before for my birthday. And we were kind of curious, like, we hadn't heard anything yet. So, I looked it up, and as of right now, according to Tommy Lee, it's still on. So, I'm, But I want to read most of this article just because he spoke of some other things that are pretty 80s-related pertinent. So, uh, so, the Motley Crue drummer who spoke to Billboard on April the 1st said that in addition to preparing for this summer's The Stadium Tour with Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Black Arts, which he states will happen... He's staying creative inside my weird little bubble. His new solo album, Andro, also is arriving at a to-be-determined date this summer, and he's learning more about studio software and other gear. Lee also happened to go viral recently with a March Facebook entry where he posted a letter by Craig Allen Wilkins berating President Donald Trump that called him, amongst other insults, an off-brand butt plug. This whole thing just came back. <laughs> like, do, do you, you see it? We were just talking about Donald Trump plugs. and then butt plugs. How everything comes around. He said, it forces yep. me a little more inward, which is cool, says Lee, of having to stay home. In the last uh, week, I've written another three tunes, and I've brushed up on the technical side all the techie bulls bullshit that may not be that much fun, but is stuff I need to know. Although he, wa- although he has worked in such projects as Method of Mayhem and Rockstar Supernova, Andro is Lee's third studio album under his own name, and his first since 2005's Tommyland, The Ride. He planned to release the first singles in April and the album in the spring, but both have been pushed back, with the singles most likely coming in June. It's not a good time to release it right now. See, I think it is a good time to release it right now. He says, I think so. He said, I don't, it's not a good time to release it right now. I don't think people are in the mindset to be hearing something new. So I, I don't. I disagree, Tommy. I think this is the perfect yeah, time totally because disagree. people need things right now. But you know, we hey, need Stuart, out. You're their number one fan. Now, what do you think? I would buy it instantly. Yes, dude's like, give it to me. I don't think people are to be in the mindset to be hearing something new. He said about the project, a stylistically diverse set that includes collabor- collaborations with such guests as Kilvane, Push Push, and King El Noir. 
Oh, God. I go back and forth with it because I think now, maybe more than ever, people are at home and actually looking for something new, but they're also struggling. It's just an uneasy time. And it makes no sense. He says, I don't think people are in the mindset to be hearing something new. People are at home and actually looking for something new. This is... Anyway, it's just an uneasy time, and when all this blows over, it will be better, I think. Besides cooking things up in the studio, Lee has ventured upstairs to take advantage of his kitchen. Oh, yeah, I've learned a couple of different things to cook, he says. I'm just using this time to educate myself, whether it's down in my basement studio or baking a fucking carrot cake. That's part. <laughs> that part of it is really cool. Meanwhile... Awesome. The Stadium Tour, a 31-date outing, which also features the recently added Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts, is slated to begin June 18th in Jacksonville, Florida. It brings the crew out of retirement since its final tour wrapped up on New Year's Eve 2015. Everything's still a go, reports Lee. We're all in a constant communication. Bassist Nikki Six and I have been in several production meetings. You're talking multiple stadiums, so it's like two kids in a candy store putting together something people are going to walk away from saying, are you fucking kidding me? That's our mission right now, and it's definitely headed in that direction. So I was going to kind of stop up there, but then I read some other cool shit, and I was like, I, I skimmed this, and I saw that he starts talking about something that sounded kind of cool. Is there any words on Vince, how he's doing? No, I don't know. I didn't read it, I just skimmed uh-huh. it. Lee said he is fucking pulling my hair out over this, his trademark drum stunt. So w- what he means by that is, well, he might even say it on here. So he always does something kind of crazy with the drums in every show. So this says, in the past, he included roller coaster-like tracks that took him around the stage and above it, over the audience, mm. and sometimes upside down, which Stu and I have seen some of these, and they're pretty awesome. Yeah. He'll do like this killer drum solo while his while his entire kid is like upside down flipping around. around. What am I supposed to do at this point? I literally have done the impossible in all of it. Do I shoot myself out of a fucking cannon? At a stadium, there's no ceiling. There's nothing to hang from. So there's a bunch of issues we've been talking about. I think there should be like a mini tilt a roll. Trying to get around a lot of that. It's fucking crazy town, dude. Well, you need to ride him and tell him. Do like a little mini tilt a roll, like yeah. So he pukes while he's playing. Yeah, yeah. He adds, by the time all this fucking apocalyptic bullshit is over, I think everyone's going to be in a really good mood to go out and have the fucking best time ever. I really do. I hope everyone's staying inside and we can get a fucking grip. He says fuck more than I do, and we can get a fucking grip on this and get back to people having their normal lives. When announcing the final tour at a press conference in January 2014, Motley Crue, which also includes singer Vince Neil, signed a uh, ces- how do you say that cessation of touring agreement yeah. that legally forbade it to continue touring after the final outing. Poor. However, the success of uh, the success that Netflix had in turning the band's 21 biography, The Dirt: Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band into a 2019 film, inspired the group to literally blow up, or so it said, the document, and return to the road. I guess I learned my lesson to never say never, because after the final tour, it was like, we're never playing again, this is it, he says, so I should never say never, but right now, we're just taking everything kind of as they say it in fucking AA, one day at a time. That's all you're in control of. Who knows what's going to happen years from now, so let's go do this tour, and then, we'll re- and then we'll reassess after we trip these shows out. Mm. So there you go. Nice. 
So a little uh, words of wisdom, mostly the fuck word by Tom. I can't Hewlett. wait. I hope it still happens. It'll happen, and it's going to be a great, uh, great tour. I, I think. wonder if it, uh, concerts will end up being like Woodstock when it comes around. Nah, I doubt Free it. Free love. No, nah, I doubt it. Everyone's going to want to get up on each other. I know that's what you're hoping for, Stuart, but you're not going to get laid. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So, this week's topic comes from a friend of the show, shall we say? Sure. Who requested that we do Weird Science. And not only did they request it, but they sent us a copy. And I will tell everyone out there right now. Along with some Oreos. Motherfucker, I didn't get no Oreos. (laughs) Dick. (laughs) I let you have one. Did you? Yeah. I, no, you didn't. I don't even like Oreos. Yeah, I let you have one. Or maybe it might have been Chips Ahoy. Or it something. was the little Chips Ahoy, yeah. He, when he says he let me have one, it was like mini Chips Ahoy, and he did let you me have one. You didn't really one. want any, so... <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> to anybody out there, if you want us to do a a certain topic on the show, like a movie or uh, music, you can write us and let us know. But a surefire way to get us to do it is to send us a copy, and then we're probably going to do it. And food. Now, that's not me begging for you to send us movies and shit. The chances are good. We can get a hold of these movies on our own. It's just we're going to feel really guilty if you send it to us. Then we feel like we have to do it. <laughs> it's like, well, they did send us a copy. Yeah, I guess we got to do it. Um, I, I'm actually kind of glad we did. We'll, we'll get into that in a, in a few minutes, but there, Casey and I both had some thoughts on weird signs and, uh, we, we kind of forced me to reassess. But before we get into the show topic proper this week, we have a, the more, you know, for everybody out there. Uh, so sit back and give us about 30 seconds for some words of wisdom from a really wise friend. For, yeah. So here you go. Hi. Have you ever considered going into teaching? The more you know about teaching, the more you'll know it's a challenging, rewarding, important profession. You help kids learn to read, to love science, to have self-respect. And you could become the person they'll remember all their lives. Little tiny people would admire you, and you'd get many, many pencils. And this time, you get the big desk. So... (laughs) When we were discussing the big desk, uh, I just want to say that there's nothing wrong with that entire more you know, but it's really creepy now knowing what we know. (laughs) So I just want to say that listening to Bill Cosby say things like, this time you get the big desk. Thank you, Bill Cosby. And little people will admire you. It's just, it it comes off really creepy. Thank you, Bill Cosby. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for I prefer being, to remember where it's Dr. Huxtable and just kind of leave it at that. You know, we I think you and I have talked about this before, but it really sucks because I love the Cosby show. Who didn't love the Cosby it show? It gives a whole new meaning right. to playing or uh, the word uh, the meaning of playing doctor. You know, if <laughs> I hit the stroke if I hit the stroke button every time Stewie tripped over his words. Oh, this would just be a straight up It's straight up what, Stu? Mess. <laughs> He couldn't even get through the sentence about him not being able to get through his sentences. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell everybody, we've known each other for a long time. And the other day, we're driving down the road. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But Stu was trying to tell me something, and I just went, stop. Just stop. And he just looks at me, and I was like, I know what you're trying to say. You don't even have to finish the sentence anymore, because you ain't going to make it through. And he's like, thank you. 
<laughs> I did. At this point, I usually know what he's saying partway through, so I could technically just stop him and go, I got you. It's cool. <laughs> there is a, there's a really good story. I'll tell it real quick. Uh-oh. We, we were playing. This was years ago, but we were playing this game uh, at my parents' house. Oh, we used shit. to go over there for, like, Sunday dinner, and we'd have a big group of people, and we'd sometimes play board games. And I, I don't remember what game it was, but in the game you have a topic and you have to try to get the other person to say what's on the card based off the topic. Right. And Stewie had famous people. Okay. And he's trying to get me to guess and he pulls up the card and he's instantly like, I don't know who this is. And I was like, it it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you can just get me to say their name. Is there a way you can get me to say their name, even though you don't know who it is. And he says, I think so. So they hit the timer and I knew, keep in mind, I knew this was a famous character, right? And Stewie looks at me and says, and everybody's staring at us. The timer goes off. and Instantly, he goes, um, you get this when you masturbate too much. And I, I just know the way his brain works. He, and he, like, holds his hand up, and I went, oh, God, Harry Palmer? And everybody goes, how the hell did you get that? <laughs> because it was right. We got it in less than 10 seconds. Because it was Harry Palmer. <laughs> and I said, I just know the way his brain works. And he thinks you masturbate too much, you get Harry Palms, Harry Palms, Harry Palmer, boom. Uh, Harry Palmer is a character that Michael Caine played. He's based off a bunch of stuff. You can look it up. I just looked it up. But uh, it's a bunch of spy movies. Anyway, it was just like that's how we are at this point. I knew knew instantly where his brain was going. So people were like, how did you get that in like six seconds? And I was like, I just know. I know where the way his brain works. It's a little scary sometimes, but I'm I'm there, so I get it. So You guys are moist from Patico. <sighs> it's a little frightening. Um, so this week we did Weird Science. And so Casey and I talked about it, and we both were kind of like not our favorite John Hughes, and still not my favorite John Hughes movie, don't get me wrong, but I was always kind of like, meh, weird Yeah, things. ditto. And then we watched it the other night, and I texted you, and I was like, you know what, it's it's better than I remember. I laughed. I actually, I laughed quite a few times. Maybe I'm just... Yeah, it had some good moments to it. Maybe I'm just more in the mindset of a 14-year-old kid at this point in life, I don't know, that those jokes were way funnier, or maybe it's they're funnier because I got them a little bit more. And Stewie and I noticed a bunch of shit that <laughs> did yeah. not ever notice before. And some of these, I know people are going to be like, you didn't notice that? Like, we noticed that the door to the bedroom starts bulging out, right, and it explodes. But if you notice that there's a, a thing on it that says, "Break I, uh, will break for women, and <laughs> and then the door explodes and there's a woman behind it. So what was what were some of the other things we noticed? We uh, we caught something else right before that, and we were like, "Oh, look, check that out!" I can't I can't remember what it was, but little teeny things were like inserted in all throughout. And I'll, I'll bring one of them up here in a few minutes. I actually stopped the movie right at the end, and I I said something to Stu, but that's kind of a little piece of trivia about it. So so Weird Science uh, came out in 1985. Um, this is a John Hughes movie written and directed by John Hughes. Stars Anthony Michael Hall, uh, Ian Mitchell-Smith, Kelly LeBrock, Bill Paxton, and uh, top billing is Michael Berryman. Uh, <laughs> We've met Michael. We have met Michael Berryman. He plays one of the gang guys that come in at the end. He's the big bald one. 
Uh, we've met him. He's a really super nice guy. He apparently in this, he's a teacher. A little crazy. <laughs> yeah, he is a teacher. In it, <laughs> John Hughes actually claims he wrote this movie in two days, which I I believe it. Totally believe it. Got yeah, some, I can see it. Got some really cool stuff. Uh, I was researching a little bit about this movie. So John Hughes was thirty five when he made this movie. Um, Kelly LeBrock was twenty five. Anthony Michael Hall was 17 years old, and Ian Smith was 16 years old. Can you imagine being Ian Smith making out with a 25-year-old Kelly LeBrock? No (laughs) shit. So Kelly LeBrock actually was at Comic-Con, and she made a comment saying that during the kissing scene with Ian Smith, um, he got a little carried away and, like, Started like French kissing her, stuck his thr- tongue in her mouth, <laughs> and I guess after the scene was done, she looked at him and said, "If you ever do that again, I'm going to kick your ass." <laughs> but can you blame the guy? Like you're like, I think I'm going to go for it, man. He's, you know, he's going up to Anthony Michael Hall. Like, I'm totally going to. I got this kissing scene with her, and God, she was smoking hot in it, right? Yeah, yeah, she was. So, and. You know, the thing is, with Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr., they were both on Saturday Night Live at the time, well, too. Actually, the that's not entirely... So, Anthony Michael Hall was a little weird about Saturday Night Live. Really? Most people are on Saturday Night Live, become kind of famous, and then leave. He actually did it the opposite. He became kind of famous and then did a stint on Saturday Night Live. See, I had no idea. With Robert Downey Jr., yes. Yeah, so, which is very bizarre. Most people go the opposite direction. They leave Saturday Night Live when they become famous, but he actually went on to, it's very, very weird. So, we'll give a... Especially at 17, but... For those of you who don't know what this movie's about, we'll give a real brief, because it's not hard. You got two losers, Gary and Wyatt. Uh, They're picked on a lot at school by Robert Downey Jr. and another dude who, uh, Robert Downey wears a lot of... um, eyeliner and one seen some really ugly shorts with weird socks can't quite figure out what's going on with the outfit there and it's it's a very early robert downey jr um who in this movie actually goes by robert downey not robert downey jr which i thought was weird too uh the guy max what movie he ended up being in some something else uh like he 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 starred in other stuff i just can't yeah, we actually watched a YouTube thing. No, he was in he was in Nightmare on Elm Street too. We actually watched a YouTube thing last night and that he didn't look anything like he used to. His eyes do, but nothing else in his facial structure looks the same. The guy who played Max, the the other kind of bully in the movie. Mm. So Gary and White are two like high school losers. Uh they can't get a girl for anything. Uh Wyatt's what, let me see. Wyatt's Wyatt's Ian Smith, right? I get him mixed up a lot. So he's Yeah. He's uh He's kind of the nerdy, smart kid, and Gary's the sex-crazed, I-just-want-to-get-laid kid. So his parents, uh, Wyatt's parents go to town one weekend, and Gary convinces him, we need to make a woman. Now, originally, he's not thinking a physical woman. He wants to create, like, a computer simulation so they can ask it questions and figure out stuff about women, right? Well... Apparently, all you have to do is insert pictures into a scanner. And, and wear a bra on your head. And you have to have yeah. a Barbie. Don't forget the Barbie doll. Oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely Barbie. You can't mess up and forget the Barbie doll. Anyway, they actually create Kelly LeBrock. Um, I've tried with my computer. It doesn't work. I don't know if I don't have the right scanner. Then maybe my settings aren't correct. It's just not working. Ralph Macho keeps coming up. <laughs> what? What's that random shit? 
I don't know. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Just out of everybody you could have picked, you go with Ralph Macchio. I don't know why the name. <laughs> um. Anyway, everything goes crazy. Stuff's blowing up. Shit's flying all over the house, and Kelly LeBrock explodes through the door. Um, oh. So she's kind of magical, I guess you'd say. She can pretty much make well, whatever she wants happen. Her, her lips are very magical. She can make whatever <laughs> she wants happen. Uh, by the way, I looked Both it up. Of them. I, I was I didn't look this specific thing up, but I looked it up. Was reading stuff about the film and the scene where they're in the shower with her. She's yeah. wearing bikini bottoms and tape over her nipples. And again, these kids are like sixteen and seventeen years old right. acting in the movie, and they're, and they're wearing jeans. And she's got tape over her nipples. That sucks. Um. So anyway, she can make pretty much whatever they want happen happen. She like makes some cars, like Porsche. There's a Ferrari, a Ferrari which a really ugly Ferrari. It's an '80s Ferrari. Um. She makes you know suits and money and whatever they want. Um. So Wyatt has an older brother played by Bill Paxton named Chet, who's kind of a dick. Picks on him a lot. Yeah. Um. You know. You know. It's really all that happens in this movie is they go to the mall. What well, they go out and get drunk. Hmm. In like a jazz bar or blues bar, they um, go to the mall, get ices dumped on their head. Then they have, they have a, a party. party. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens in this movie. Nothing about school. That's two days worth of riding. Right They're in there. school in the very beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the pants. They get deep pants. It yeah. Um, and it's just really goofy humor. Like just silly shit happens to the whole thing. Um. And it's kind of cool because it's not like she becomes like, she almost becomes more like their sister than, like, they have a different kind of relationship with her. And she's trying to find them, or find help them be happy, I think is essentially what she's doing. So what's really cool is uh, Kelly LeBrock. Uh, so this, this film had, like, mixed reviews after it came out. Um, Siskel and Ebert, Ebert loved it, Siskel hated it. Uh, there were there were some negatives. There were some positives. Is but, that why he's dead now? But almost every they're both dead now. Oh shit! So both yeah. uh, so almost everybody agreed though that Carmen. Kelly LeBrock was awesome in this movie. Like people talked about how well of a job she did and how she was pretty much the heart of the movie. Like she gave the movie kind of depth and heart that might not have been there without really? her. Anthony McCall was awesome in it. Yeah, but he was just a horny teenager. That know? was awesome. <laughs> But there's no acting depth. Oh, it's, it's it's no, that's just kind of being yourself. I mean, he's funny. funny at that point. Yeah, when he was drunk, that was hilarious. He's funny, but it's, mm-hmm. it's you know. So, which is really weird because she didn't do a whole lot else. Like, she did stuff. She was just sort of fa- I mean, I think she was a model, right? And yeah. And I think the most famous thing she did was marry Steven Seagal. And that didn't go over so well for her. Well, there was uh, the, no, it did not. No. <laughs> well, I mean, there's the uh, woman in red with Gene Wilder. Yes, I think, but a very small and, role in that too, right? I mean, yeah, half the movie. I don't even think you just see her from a distance when these. So I don't know. So originally, her role was supposed to be played by a woman named Kelly Emberg, who was from Texas. And not Kelly LeBrock. And Kelly LeBrock actually wasn't going to do it because she was uh, she was actually overseas and she didn't want to come do it. And they somehow got her to do it, finally talked her into it. 
Uh, also, Anthony Michael Hall was actually supposed to be in another John Hughes movie, but turned it down to do this movie, which was National Lampoon's European Vacation, which was also filming in, or came out in 1985. He turned down European Vacation to reprise his role as Rusty Griswold to be in Weird Science instead. Now, your thoughts, was it a better Hell yes. European Vacation is not... One of the good vacation movies. I mean, I thought European Vacation was all right. It's not that great, though. It's really, yeah. in comparison to the others. Who who would have been in his place if he had done that? Do I you know? don't know. I didn't oh, say okay. anybody. He might, have, he might have offered it to him, and he just took it, I guess. So I'm showing Stewie who Kelly Imberg is here so he can see. She kind of has a Christy Brinkley vibe going. Mm-hmm. Here she is with Rod Stewart and... So she was up for the role. I don't picture it now. I, I, uh, well, especially, I mean, she's from Texas. Yeah, so I mean, Texas Lisa's accent. supposed to be exotic, you know? Boy. They made a, be- a good decision here. <laughs> I, I think if she'd have been in it, it'd, it'd have been fine. I mean, yeah, look at the... Hey, Wyatt, Garrick. Here you go. There's the, <laughs> there's, there's the 80s version, man. She's got the poofy hair, too. She got it down. Hey, Wyatt, Gary, let's go down to... A saloon. That's my Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> let's let's go down to the saloon. <laughs> That's my Texas. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh. I don't have an English one. So it's I'm Kentucky. Same. Oh no! Please let us hear your British accent. I don't have one. <laughs> oh, come on, Stu. Do one real quick. I don't know what to say. Um, so what's funny is Stu's dad was Jewish. But if you ever hear Stewie try to do like the stereotypical Jewish voice, it's not good. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I like it's the not, food. It's not, I like the food. There you go. Oh, um, so yeah, actually, doesn't actually get the best Rotten Tomato score either. This movie's kind of become like a cult classic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Has a fifty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, average of five point six out of ten on IMDb. Uh, and I agree with this statement that people, this consensus states, hardly in the same league as John Hughes' other teen movies. Um, the resolutely goofy Weird Science nonetheless gets some laughs via its ridiculous premise and enjoyable performances. And I kind of agree. Like, if it didn't have the people in it that it has in it, it would just not be good at all, I think. Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, almost as famous as the movie itself is the theme song, which is Weird Science by Oingo Boingo. Uh, this would have been an early movie for Danny Elfman, who later went on to score lots of movies, including Batman. Woo! And, of course, did not only wrote a lot of the songs, but did the voice of Jack Skellington, uh, singing Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, you know, so it's kind of led to his shift in careers. The Mystic Knights of Oingo Boingo to Oingo Boingo to Danny Elfman, 
who now scores lots of stuff and probably makes lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money. You know, the weird thing is I heard he hated, you know, doing the weird science theme, which I don't get. The music is very Oingo Boingo. And yeah. The lyrics are kind of nonsensical. He just lists stuff. It's like pots and pans and stuff and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all it is. <laughs> bits and pieces and bits and pieces. But I tell you what, we listened to Weird Science or watched Weird Science the other day, and I have been singing that song for three days. I cannot stop. Honestly, watching it, it is it, catchy. It kind of holds up too. I mean, it's not. Very, it does. It. I mean, it's dated, but it's not. Yeah, but in a, in a way, the dated special effects only add to it. Like if they were, mm-hmm. if they were CGI'd look all clean and good it wouldn't be the same at all it just wouldn't work right. I, don't, I don't feel like um so in 2013 there was discussion universal studios actually said they were planning a weird science remake with original producer joe joel silver uh returning and michael bacall or bacall writing it um he said he wanted to the to distinguish itself from the original weird science he wanted it to be edgier and in line with the like remakes like 21 Jump Street and movies like The Hangover. I will tell you, I loved the 21 Jump Street movies. I thought they were absolutely hilarious. Um, but he wanted to make it R-rated. I don't think Weird Science is rated R, but no, there are boobies. It's, it's rated yeah. PG-13. There is a Playboy uh, centerfold in it who gets her clothes ripped off and sucked up a chimney and spit out into a was pool. Was that the one that was playing the piano? No, yep. it's, no, it's the other one who gets her clothes ripped off and sucked up a chimney and thrown into a pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Fuck you, too! Um, right. Anyway, uh, the remake was never certain, and it kind of got to a stage of development, and then as of ni- or 2019, nothing had been said. But you think in 2017, Ian Michael or Ian Mitchell Smith had also talked about a sequel, and he had mentioned that Channing Tatum might star in it. Do but that was th- I, no, I don't. I don't see Channing Tatum. Uh, who no, does he play? I I don't know. Yeah, you, you honestly think it would hold up? No, I that? don't because I don't feel like they make movies like this anymore. And that's always been something I've always talked about. Like we don't get the same kind of comedies that we used to get. Uh, I will tell you guys, and this is a little off subject, but I'll bring it back around. I guess there's mm. a, another scary movie coming out next year. Oh, God. But Anna Faris mm. is going to be in it. Surprise, surprise. Her her movie career hasn't exactly taken off. Um, because she's not. I like the show Mom, but not because of her. Right. I don't think she's a great actress. Yeah. Um, but I bring that back around because I always said, like, we don't get movies like airplane and stuff anymore or you know robin hood men and tights because i think the last one they tried to do was not an oh not another teen movie yeah but to me they're not the same they they yes they have the stupid humor but it's all like really lame stupid humor like i like the kind of pun uh, like in your face shit of airplane you know like this the captain's turned to jelly you know like that shit's funny you know but or everyone lining up to slap the chick in the face uh I was telling Stewie about your show idea, and I kind of like the idea of comparing those two movies. KC wants to do a um, Porky's versus American Pie, just to kind. I, I like the idea of taking the same kind of raunchy teen sex adventure and totally looking at how the '80s viewed it 
and then how mm-hmm. the 90s view it. And I'll tell you right now, the 80s is a lot more, they'll show a lot more. But, yeah. But I bet you deep down it's less crude, if that's not. Well, the whole, uh, uh, was it the Stifler thing? Yeah, that got dumb fast, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah, a fan. The fucking the pie part, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm not a fan of the American Pie movies, I know. I'm just not. No, but. no, I, I, I'm with you on that. It just never made any sense to me. I mean, I mean, the first American Pie movie, the two best things about that movie was owned by Shannon Elizabeth. So, <laughs> and they were fake. <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned uh, earlier that Robert Russell, aka Max, in the movie, um, this was his first like film role. And he said, like, his his first scene, the first scene he shot was dumping the icy on them. Oh, jeez. And after this movie, like, right after the movie was over, Robert Downey Jr. actually drove him to the audition for Nightmare on Elm Street 2, which he got. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, some other really cool things. Uh, so at the end of the movie, like, she she becomes the gym teacher, right? And that's kind of how it ends, and it's very, like, ha-ha. And I looked at Stu, and I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, go back. And he, he goes back, and I'm like, it says Shermer High School. Shermer, Shermer High School is the name of the high school in The Breakfast Club. Shermer, Illinois, is a made-up, sort of made-up town from John Hughes. So Shermer was the original name for Northbrook, Illinois, okay? Um, so Shermer, I'm sorry, Shermerville. So he took, his, he took the name Shermer from a real name, Shermerville, but then it was changed to Northbrook. And Northbrook, Illinois, is the home of Glenbrook North High School, right? This is important. We'll get to it. Northbrook, North Glenbrook North High School, there's a scene where uh, the exterior of that high school is used for shots of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So there you go. But there's more. <laughs> So the same moving exterior shot from this movie was also used at the beginning of 16 Candles a year before. Literally the same shot. Uh, from what they say, you can compare them. Same people can be seen moving the same, walking the same, and everything else. It was also used in Risky Business. So there's an exterior shot of the same high school used in three, four movies and one scene that's actually used in three movies. So... There you go. But as soon as I saw Shermer High School on the back of the... It didn't really hit me. I looked at Stu. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 wait. Shermer High School, that's that's Breakfast Club. And sure enough, it is. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, unfortunately, they uh, tore uh, that high school down, though. Um, let's see. I think uh, sometime in the early 2000s. So the high school's gone? Yep. All right, that's fine. But don't you forget about it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to take a few minutes to actually, you know, think about that. Very similar to the few minutes I take to remember the Alamo. Oh, God, shut up. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, you, you just, you just went, you just grabbed your keys, walked downstairs, got in the car, and went for a real long ride to get to that one. Just, yeah, I'm yeah, just I took saying. a trip, you know, around and about to get to there. I love the whole idea that one of the things John Hughes had, and we always said we we wanted to do a John Hughes episode, 
um, of the obscure 80s, and, and it'll probably be done here, where we may talk about some of his movies, but I think it'd be really cool to do it like a retrospective of him, retrospective of him, actually, of John Hughes. But one of the things I love about him, I think that made him so famous, is the shared universe stuff. It's it's mm-hmm. a very Stephen King thing to do, the shared universe, you know. It, it, it kind of gives a sense of connection even though there's no connection like they could have connected these movies anthony michael hall plays a geek in the breakfast club you know (laughs) but you kind of like that you kind of appreciate that so i want to ask real quick because we got you guys here and i'm just curious what would you guys say your favorite john hughes movie is Mm, i want to say breakfast club baby's day out <laughs> totally fucking. I'm gonna say Home Alone. Yeah, well, yeah. Home Alone is awesome. Okay, yeah, Home Alone was pretty. Damn Home fun. Alone is great. I I thought you were gonna go with Beethoven. He was kind of definitely. <laughs> he was kind of definitely going. Actually, I will say though, Beethoven and Home Alone both made a shitload of money. So yeah, I laughed my ass off. Say what Home you Alone. will. Um, I I'd probably say Breakfast Club too. Uh, Sixteen Candles was one of those I hated. When I was young, what's happening? Hostel? Probably just because I didn't, I, I, I just didn't get some of it till I got a little bit older. Because mm. you got to figure, Sixteen Candles was nineteen eighty four. I wasn't even ten yet, so I didn't. I wasn't of an age where I got it. That's true. You're, you're, true. you're so, only eight. So, thanks, Stu. Glad you did the math there and told you said us you were only t- not even ten yet. So yeah, I know what I said. I figured you forgot. You figure out. Now, should we talk about the Weird Science TV show? So we can, yeah. Uh, 1994. Weird Science USA Network did a TV show. Lasted five seasons, believe it or not. Yep. Actually, it got fairly favorable reviews. Um, I guess it was kind of considered kind of a. Did we find it somewhere? I couldn't. I yeah, um, I I watched the first episode. I I'd seen a few episodes back in the day, and uh, honestly, it's well, yeah, it's on Daily Motion. I can tell you that. Mm. Uh, I watch a lot of stuff on Daily Motion. Um, y- there's an app for that. Yep, for Daily Motion. So, uh, but it's the first episode is very, very, very similar to the first episode of the movie in ways, in a lot of ways. Um, pretty much, and the casting is pretty much pretty good, except for Wyatt. He looks like he could, you know, be in his thirties, to be honest. Um, so Wyatt is played by Michael Manasseri. Um, Gary is played by John Mallory Asher. Chet is played by Lee Turgeson, and Lisa is played by Vanessa Angel. And Seth Green was up for the part of Gary. He was one of the finalists for the part of Gary. As wow! Fact, yeah, isn't he a little short? A little short for what? G- the Gary role. So you think Anthony Michael Hall is really tall? In that movie, it looked like it. I don't think that he is. Oh. I mean, I don't think that anybody would have watched a, a USA series. Went, he's just too short. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I don't think they would. I thought he'd be bigger. Um, I I watched the first like two episodes, and everybody's fine. It does definitely feel like a TV scripted version. I don't think the 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 acting is great in it, and the guy who plays Chet, and this is saying a lot, is a little over the top. 
It's saying a lot because Chet is over the top. Mm-hmm. A little, little too much, though, on the TV series. The girl, uh, Vanessa Angel, works pretty well, though. Oh, yeah. She she really works for the part, I think. But uh, like I said, overall, the critical reception for the TV series was was decent. So, And this was 94, so this was the time where USA were doing a lot of these kind of like sexual like you know innuendo kind of in your shows do you guys remember like up all night, up all night. Or, i was gonna uh, say do you remember usa up all, all night, night. ronda right wasn't her name ronda yeah ronda and yep. uh what's his name uh gilbert Godfrey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys remember gilbert Godfrey. i remember ronda <laughs> how do you not remember ronda help me oh i remember ronda oh i remember her oh yeah <laughs> Uh, but I didn't really watch the series. Um, like I said, Casey and I were talking about it, and I didn't really care much for Weird Science. Like, I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like, eh, it's whatever. And then we watched it again the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I think I appreciate it a little more. And I'm going to say it must be one of Stewie's favorites, because Fucker was quoting it before the the scenes were happening and acting out some of the hand gestures and shit <laughs> before they were happening in the movie. Which I do on a lot, like I can do. I do that with Goonies, but not Weird mm. Science. So I'm looking over at him, and he's like, he'll act out a scene right before it happens, and I was just kind of getting a kick out of it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's better than I remember. That's that's probably yeah, ditto. I mean, that's, you know, when I was thinking about the last time I watched Weird Science, I just thought meh, but now I'm thinking yeah. meh. So. Yeah. Surely you can't not be bad. serious. I am serious. Not good. And don't not call bad. me Shirley. I, I hate it when he's talking when you do that. <laughs> I think it's kind of <laughs> funny that he talks when I do it because it just means he doesn't know what I'm playing. He doesn't know. <laughs> I know. Well, that's kind of amusing for me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for those of you who have seen it, you probably love it. Like I said, it's kind of become a cult classic at this point. And for those of you who haven't, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend going back. It's. In time. It is definitely a good feel of the 80s, but yes, I think parts of it, the humor and stuff, hold up enough that you'd still enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, when Stu says it holds up, I think that's what holds up. Like, I mean, they're definitely dressed 80s. There's a lot of they 80s dress clothing. 80s. There's yeah. a lot of 80s hair. Yes, a lot so, of hairspray. Okay, she gets out of the shower with her hair down and wet, and she looks hot. Then she does like the fifteen cans of hairspray hairdo, and I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Oh, uh, you talking about the helmet looking? Not thing? feeling that hair right there. I'm not yeah, feeling I wasn't that. feeling it. I actually, kind of made her look uh, more drugged out or something. I don't know. Made her look. <laughs> 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 Stu is, Stu is his own unique person. So I don't shut up. Now, like I said, I often know what he's thinking, but then there's other times I have no fucking clue what he's trying to say. Don't worry about what I'm thinking. <laughs> I I don't I don't worry. Actually, sometimes I do worry about what you you're thinking. You should worry. You just you just said don't worry. Uh, yeah, I said don't worry. And then you just said you should worry. And you should. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't really like my friends. Yeah, I uh, I don't really like your friends either. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so anybody have anything they want to say about Weird Science? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, I, I definitely could watch it again. 
Where's Hans? Like, I don't know what just happened. I think Kevin had an actual stroke. Right. Did anybody smell toast? It'd be great because if I had like a stroke right in the middle of the show, all you guys would just be like, Ouch. That fucking hurt. That was weird, dude. That wasn't like a normal. It almost went dead silent for a second there. That's what I expected to hear. Ow. And instead it went, Wee! Stop (laughs) doing that shit. Ow. Oh, stop it. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, that's Weird Science. Weird Science. We watched it again, and it's not that bad. Hey. That's Weird Science, and it's better than Teen Wolf 2. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know if there's much worse than Teen Wolf 2. Uh, Ooh, that sure was bad. Can, I'm sure we can find something. Yeah, dude, you you might you say that. You you say, like, you watch this movie, it's bad. But some movies are so bad that there's a certain enjoyment out of how bad yeah. they are. Transmorphers. Right, okay, a really mm-hmm. bad movie, completely stupid, but there's something intriguing about how bad it is. Like, they made a bad movie intentionally. <laughs> right. But and like I said... Like the part where they're shooting and no sound was coming out? Yeah. But like I said, Teen Wolf 2 is like the Asylum took Teen Wolf and made their version of it. That's what it's like anyway. Oh, and Transmorphers so, is an Asylum so movie. So you're saying Toxic Avengers better than that? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, way better. Toxic Avenger is supposed to be bad. It's campy. It's campy for the sake of camp. Maybe we can actually uh, ask the man himself one day. Maybe maybe we can. Sometimes he ventures off. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he just, he just goes. Shut up. He goes. <laughs> I'm going the distance. I have to put corks on the end of his forks. So he can't poke himself in the eye. Seriously, guys? Nothing? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Anybody? All right, fuck both of you then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. That's not the sounder I thought I was going (laughs) to (laughs) hit. Oh. Knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. That was more the sounder I was going for. Epic fail. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was saying. You guys just <laughs> derailed my train. So yeah, it's uh. What Sorry, that? what was that? Well, don't do it again, dumbass! Oh my god, see what I mean? He's like having a five-year-old. You said what was so, that? So, so uh, that's not my problem. Why would you have done it in the first place? Stop it, Stuart! He's reaching to the 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 big metal bar that holds his microphone has springs on the side. And for some reason, he thought it'd be a good idea to grab the spring and flick it. Like, you didn't know that was going to travel up the metal arm into the microphone, Stuart. So help me God, when you're asleep tonight, I'm going to take a shit on your face. His hand came away really fast. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm going to and I'm gonna eat, like, fucking tacos first, so it's like a real slimy, dumpy shit. No, I'm not eating ass. We done already talked about this. <laughs> something... I will not do. You know, we put this we put this out there on Facebook that we do this show and I mean god, my family members know at this point. <laughs> they got to be like, did Jason just take say he's not going to eat ass and then he's going to take a slimy dumpy shit on Stuart's face. <laughs> I'm actually going to put a little thing out there requesting Stewie's dad to listen to this next episode. Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will uh, definitely be written, written on the real real. Bleh. Yay! It wasn't me. Oh, it was Stewie. You know what sounder we need? We need the little kids. Yay! We don't have that anymore. Yeah, and we also need the creaky creaky. I don't need your damn creaky creaky. Shut the f- You're an ass. Well. Hole. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you saved that at the end. Uh, so what's been going on, man? We got, uh, we picked up some new vinyl. We haven't we didn't talk about this this week. Literally, Stewie picked up some new vinyl today. Uh, what's, uh, what's he get? He got some Bob Seger. Bob Seger. He got one that I have, right? The live. Uh, Bob Saget. Bob Saget sings. Um, it's not very <laughs> good, but. Uh, Bob Saget. I got Super Tramp. Super Tramp. Super Tramp. Super Trampy. <sighs> Oh, I hate I hate him sometimes. Um, this is an album I've wanted for a long time. I got it's a uh, Super Trans Breakfast in America. It's an awesome album, and it's kind of famous for not just what's on it, but the fact that uh, the word Super Tramp. So the New York skyline is done on it, all in like breakfast stuff, like mm-hmm. pots and pans and salt shakers and stuff. And it says Super Tramp above it, but if you mirror the World Trade Center, the P and the U are cut off at the bottom, so it, it over top the World Trade Center. If you mirror it, it says nine eleven. It's been it's very famous for it. But Stewie asked me, he's like, "Was that done intentionally?" I'm like, "Well, this was made in 1979, so we're gonna go with no. <laughs> like, I don't think they really knew. But uh, it's a pretty cool album. The Logical songs on it, which is a great song. Breakfast uh, Breakfast in America is on it. Just take the Long Way Home's on it. So so it's a really great album. That's what I got to pick up. So we there's a guy here in town, Main Street Vinyl. We'll give a little shout out because he's mm-hmm. been awesome to us through this whole plague situation. So we were we we would frequent Main Street Vinyl. Uh, Spanky, I know, is a big fan of Main Street Vinyl as well. And when this whole crap hit the fan, we couldn't go down there anymore. And so he started he twice a week he puts a video up of the new vinyl that he's got in the shop. And you can holler at him and say, "I want that one. I want that one." He'll put, he'll flip through them and put the prices up. And then he was shipping them to you, and now he's letting people pick them up. Actually, come down and walk in. He's a great guy. Uh, and I, I went in the other day to pick some up, and he was like, "You know, I really appreciate you guys doing this. It's helped keep the rent, you know, paying the rent here." I'm like, what are you talking about, man? We love it. It's actually become kind of fun. I have alarms set. I know when your videos are going up, and we jump on them pretty quick. So, I also picked up. Um, Cindy Lopper, she's so un- or she's she's so unusual, which is like the Cindy Lopper album, the one with all the singles on it. I picked up a Cheap Trick album, uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive's Greatest Hits. What have you picked up recently besides the the Seegers? Uh, I got the Daily Ross Skyscraper recently. Um, uh, hell, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but yeah, so we we usually grab a couple vinyl off them each week. So nice. I got yeah. the Quiet Riot one that you got, or at least got for me. Yeah, Quiet Riot. Uh, you <laughs> Stu has a bad habit of buying vinyl that he already bought. <laughs> so he bought a Heart album, only to find out he already had the Heart album. Uh, 
Was it dog and butterfly? Well, at least the, uh, at least the new one's nicer, I guess. No, he literally bought them both from the vinyl, the Main Street vinyl guy. We went in one day. And <laughs> so Jason one has one, and I have one. <laughs> so we we do have a couple doubles. So we always figure, like, someday if we double, double. move out, we'll just split them and stuff. We'll figure it out. So, but you know, it's become kind of fun to collect. And uh, I bought a little um, Victrola, and we'll throw the vinyl on sometimes. And I, I like to listen to music when I cook, so we'll throw. We threw. I threw Bachman Turner on today, and the other night I sat there and listened to Cindy Lauper, just sitting in the chair chilling, looking shit up on my phone, listening to little Cindy Lauper. So she bop, bop, yeah, it's, bop. the Cindy Lauper album. She's so unusual. Is pretty much like you know every song on there. It's like all her huge hits came off that, except for Good Enough's not on it. Just like one I don't of my think favorites. they were that huge, were they? Yes. Oh, hits. Gotcha. Oh my god. KC, where the hell are you? No, I'm still here. Uh, just living the dream. Living the dream. Living the stampede of elephants. Stampede. I think they uh, died, got killed, whatever. Had cancer. So, what about you, man? What do you What do you do during all this shit to keep yourself entertained? Chess. You can only masturbate chess. so many times in a day before your dick starts hurting. That is not true. Yes, it is. <laughs> that you just yeah, I'm starting to develop some scars. But anyway, <laughs> you just get a little... you're, wait, whoa, you're developing scars, and you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you get a little more gingerly when you are uh, too much. What, whatever. But uh, I've been uh, trying to keep my sanity. Um, watching weird shit on either YouTube, um, Hulu, I, I or a, I do so a lot of YouTube. Uh, I do a lot of yeah. YouTube. So we've got, so we, it's going to be interesting. I haven't decided we're actually recording two episodes next week or tentatively, uh, the normal and they, but they will, they will go out as actual episodes. So it's not, one of them's not bonus material. So I'm trying to decide the release date on them, but I was telling KC, um, I, I just, so a lot of, sometimes I'm like, we'll keep it a secret, but then I'm like, why the hell do we want to do that? People want to sometimes watch a movie we're going to watch or brush up on the stuff we're going to talk about. So we're going to be doing a Nirvana episode with a special guest next week. Now that part I might keep a secret until we announce it next week, but the request was Nirvana and I, he request, he, we told him he could pick whatever he wanted and he was very like, no, no, it's your show, man. You guys pick. And we're like, no, no, it's not. We, we want We'll talk about whatever. We like our guests to kind of come with an idea. It gives us, like, you know, something to talk about that, that we know they're into. So he said he'd like to do either do Nirvana or he'd like to do the Creep Show series. And I was down with either. I kind of am hoping maybe we'll have him back somewhere around October and do the Creep Show series. But I said Nirvana because I don't know that we'll. They're a very important band to talk about. And. We should do a Nirvana episode, but this will give us a more of a reason and, and a big Nirvana fan. But KC and I were talking right before the show started, and I told him, I said, because we're doing Nirvana next week, Stewie and I have been kind of brushing up on our Nirvana homework, and we've been watching a lot of videos and documentaries and shit. I said, it's been a very depressing week. <laughs> it's just, like, it was depressing as shit yesterday. I don't know that one we watched was uh, considered, I mean, it was like controversy, so... Well, they're. What are you? Well, that's been Courtney Love one. Yeah, but. Yeah, are you guys going to listen to some Hole as oh, well to kind of like. No. So we need to. We need to. Uh, we need to get one thing clear. Dig a hole for us. I, I don't know how our guest feels about Courtney Love. I hate Courtney Love. 
I think she's done one good thing her entire career. One. And that was she was in Man on Man on the Moon and she was good in it. Other than that, I can't stand her. I think her music sucks. I don't care. I might get some hate mail. I think I think her music sucks. I think she's a horrible person. But we watched um there's a documentary called uh, Soaked in Bleach which is about the controversy as to whether Kurt Cobain killed himself or was murdered. It there's a lot of interesting evidence. Let's just put it that way that he may in fact not a lot have of it killed was aimed towards her. Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much hinting that if he was murdered, so she hired a private investigator because he was quote unquote missing for like two days, supposedly. And Mm. the investigator pretty much recorded everything, every phone call and everything. He had hours and hours of tape and the investigator fully believes that he was murdered. And he's, that's what this is about. So it's pretty interesting. Um, whether you believe he was murdered or committed suicide, I don't know, but soaked in bleach is a pretty cool documentary regardless. And you still learn a lot, but it's just such a depressing, like the whole Nirvana scene is fairly depressing. So it was kind of a depressing couple of days here. It's kind been, of depressing. Been watching all these documentaries about them and everything. So, but, uh, other than that, I'm not ready to, I mean, I, I'm ready to domestically abuse Stuart, but I'm not ready to, uh, off myself do heroin uh, well, i thought it was sexually abused me i don't well, think I, I don't think i could do hair I, I just ignore him sometimes i don't think i could do heroin dude i don't think i want to be sticking needles in me that i don't have to I'm, right i'm, I'm uh, not i never really did get that we, we could have done meth at one time yeah we totally could have done meth. so i get a uh so apparently uh our good friend matt brown was listening to the show and i i was sitting in there working and i get a text like, dude, you totally need to tell me what the story behind the roommate was. <laughs> so I did. I had to uh, fill Matt in on the whole story behind the ex-roommate, and uh, he's like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Yep." So, did you, blow your nose? you just blow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta ask, man. You, you, you. This is the babbling portion of the show. You tell me the other day, you're like, oh, my God, I'm listening to the show, and I hate my voice. What is it about your voice you hate? Because I listen to the show, and I don't hate my voice. What I hate is my laugh. I fucking hate it. And I notice I do it all the time, and I'm like, God, I hate it. But I don't I don't notice I'm doing it when I do it, but when I listen. So what is it about your voice you hate? Well, it's like one of those things, like when you – well, it's been a while since I, you know, did podcasting yeah. with you guys, and it just kind of threw me off. Still, kind of does. It's I don't know. I, here in my head, right? I'm I'm thinking that I sound more like uh, I don't know, like a Billy D. Williams type, right? Nope. Right, right. But I don't. So no, no. that definitely kind of is a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, you you definitely do not sound like Billy D. Williams. <laughs> But I like to believe that I do. <laughs> you sound like Billy D. Williams with a missing chromosome. Thanks, Stu. Hey, no bro. Do you hate your voice too when you hear it back? I absolutely hate my voice. Do you? I don't. I've got. I'm so used to hearing my voice. I don't think anything of it. But I, like I said, my little laugh. Oh God! I'm like, oh, I sound like such a little fucking nerd. I would have kicked my own ass. You, know, so. you should. 
I've tried. It doesn't work. I hit myself, and I realize I don't like pain. So well, you also don't have an ass, so you tend to. I don't have an ass. You, you know? hit your back first. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, it's the Cadill curse. We don't. We just have backs with cracks. My dad, my son, we're all the same. No ass, just straight line with a crack down it somewhere. You know? So there's no cushion. I know Stewie the other day. I was like, I was thinking about buying one of those cushion toilet seats. No, I don't, I don't like them. I'm like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> it's more comfortable for me. Yeah. Have you ever thought about getting implants <laughs> for your ass? <laughs> Get a bubble butt going. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? You get a couple of basketballs. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> Snap out of it. Just a suggestion. You yeah. think about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me think. Um, Fuck you, dog. There you go. I thought about it. There's my answer. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so now that we've talked about butt plugs, butt A- implants, ass cracks, eating ass, <laughs> a really ass filled show. It's all the crude comedy from Weird Science coming out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the girl who gets sucked uh, through the chimney, mm-hmm. the, her clothes come off. She was she was a Playboy model. She really was yes. an actual, and she did her own stunts for that scene. So she was getting good for her. Hung sideways oh and apparently the scene where the um the rocket the missile was forming was a really complicated scene they said and they really only had one shot at it and anthony michael hall farted and it threw everybody off so they had to like (sighs) tweak some of it back up and do it in reverse and all kinds of shit yeah oh what yeah (laughs) i guess he farted right when they were trying to film the scene or something i don't know Holy shit. Oh, and apparently there's also a scene where they are, they're down in the kitchen and Chet is arguing with Lisa and Anthony Michael Hall and Ian Smith are in the background cracking up. They can't stay a character, but they left that. That's the take they ended up using. So if you look in the background, you'll see the two of them laughing behind Chet. These are just things you read on. Damn it. I'm, I got to watch it now to see that part okay so the question is i know the consensus has always been so when we were kids everybody was like oh she turns chet into a shit monster but i never saw him as a shit monster i always thought he was like a toad creature that's what i thought i mean especially when he eats the fly he eats a fly right so i never i never thought he was a pile of shit i always thought he was he was like slimy too it wasn't at least that's what it looked like yeah i mean he doesn't look like shit and he looks like a horrible rubber outfit, you know. Could have mm. got the Hensons in on it, but no. <laughs> That's my chat. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Do it again. Maybe I just didn't catch it. Maybe there, maybe there's some nuances I missed. <laughs> nope. You know, Stu, Shut I'm going to disagree with Jay and say you should do more impressions. Yeah, I agree. I will, I will. It was like having Bill Paxton in the room. Yeah, thank you, thank it you. It was, it was, it was, it was really good. Hey, do Bill Cosby. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! <laughs> why, why do you encourage this shit? <laughs> it's good radio. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, do Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, one more. SpongeBob. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Do you remember uh, back in obscure 80s, I remember uh, Kevin's Casey Kasem. Oh, I only did it once. He did it one time and nailed it. And we were like, oh, that was pretty good. And then he kept trying it. It's like he never could do it ever again. No, no. no you're trying. You're definitely trying too hard. He nailed it. Yeah. Just on accident. And then, like, he never could do it ever this again. This is Casey Kasem signing off. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was better than your old attempts, if I recall. But, uh. Something. Yeah, I was trying to force it back then, but you know, you one just, day I'll get it right you again. Sounded too white on that one. Did you just say you were trying to force it back then, but back to butts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it always comes back to the butt. So Kevin and I talked about it because he's been wanting to do some sci-fi shit, and I think we came to the agreement that we are going to be doing a mixture of two movies. I called them '80s dark sci-fi. That's going to be Dune. And Enemy Mine. Hmm. So, uh, we did find out that Stewie does not like uh, Alien Nation. Sorry. Really? I, well, I, I like the movie. From what I remember, I don't like it. Yeah, you need to watch it again. I have a feeling you would. I like the movie and the series. I liked it. I used to watch... I watched all of Alien Nation, the TV series, too. I, I really liked it. I mean, from what I can remember, I don't think I actually watched it. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows? You probably didn't. I actually, you probably would like it. But, you know, do you guys remember The Hidden? The movie The Hidden? Mm, you, no. you, you were talking about, uh, is it Deeps? Not Deep Space Nine. Uh, Babylon 5 or one of those. The, the girl who plays the hooker in The Hidden, who literally screws the guy to death. The Hidden is a movie yeah, all right. where uh, two like alien beings come down and they... It can take over the body of whoever it kind of touches, and it, like, wears the body out. So the good guy alien's chasing the bad guy alien around, and the good guy alien is, like, in the body of a cop, of a detective. And I think I have seen this one. I yeah, it's a great seen. movie. That would be a good it one. It sounds familiar. That would, that would be But what year did it come out? Oh, God, 88, probably, somewhere in there. Hmm. Late 80s. And then Stu and I last night, were we had a big, long discussion, and it will happen, so hold on tight, because we're going to be doing FX and FX2. Oh. Hells to the yeah. I'm a, a huge fan of... There was a series, I think, USA, I think, actually had a FX, the series. I didn't watch it, amazingly enough. But we've got a lot of things coming down the pipeline. We'll, of course, be doing more music. Um, uh, Nirvana will be our first kind of outing straight into the 90s, which is really cool. Um, but we will be talking some 90s stuff. Um, Sorry. What the hell was that? Porn. It was, wasn't it? No. Did you just pull up porn? I came in last night. I'm pretty sure he was watching 80s porn. Oh. I said, are you watching 80s porn? He was watching a video on how to change the grips on his motorcycle, and it had, like, the worst 80s porn music of all time, I was like, "Why are you watching?" I came out of the bathroom, like, "Are you watching '80s porn?" He's like, "Yeah, things are getting hairy in here." Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but we have a whole slew of planned stuff coming up. Um, I have an idea for a show, which we uh, will probably do as bonus episode. But I want to put this stuff out there so people can be thinking ahead when we do it, because I'd like to get other people's thoughts as well. Uh, the casting call that's out there, we want you guys to go over. Uh, so we just did the casting call. We cast uh, The Dark Knight Returns as a live-action movie and Batman Beyond as a live-action movie. Didn't we uh, figure that you won? More, yeah, more of the Was choices like went, yeah. Nine to seven I to don't one? remember exactly how many, uh, but yeah, that's probably about right. No, he got like two, dude. 
He didn't even get seven. Don't give him credit for that. I mean, you, you almost beat I him. I got the one. You almost beat him. That wasn't even in it. Um, so we've posted some pictures on our Facebook page. I think it was rigged, but go ahead. Uh, you guys can go over and check them out. We want your thoughts. You can leave comments on the Facebook page. You can email us at, at uh, yourmixtapepodcasts at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. But I had an idea for some shows I want to do where the three of us, I'm going to put it out. We're going we're gonna to go genre. We were going to go full-blown, and then I was like, I, I said, we'll each name five movies that we think define the 80s. But then mm. I was like, no, I think we need to go per genre. So we'll do an episode where the five movies that define 80s comedy, five movies that define okay. 80s horror, five movies that define 80s like kids movies. And I think we'll do, um, and we'll do the same thing. Then we'll vote and we'll come up with a list of five. Like we may, Stewie and I already know we have some that we're going to totally agree on right from the start. But I want to hear what everybody's thoughts are and then we'll kind of vote and this will be the mixtape podcasts. These are our five movies. And that'll probably be some bonus content we do down the road as well. And then we may go into music, you know. Five metal songs that define the 80s. Five rap songs that define the 80s. You know, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, I want to do a controversy, music controversy show where we talk about Millie Vanilli and Vanilla Ice and where we talk about uh, the uh, Twisted Sister, the whole stickers on labels on shit and all that. I think it would be a really cool episode. Uh, we yeah, there's a, quite a few artists we can mention. Uh, talk about that. Hell yeah, uh, Two Life Crew, you know, Bob a, Denver, even not Bob Denver, um, John Denver. Yeah, yeah. Bob Denver John was Denver. from Gilligan's Island. Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how he got mixed up in this whole damn music controversy. It was always supposed to be a three-hour tour, assholes. Uh, guarantee they didn't get the corona. Um, well, I don't think any of them are still. As uh, Marianne, uh, oh, Marianne and Ginger are still alive. God, Ginger looks like crap. Marianne looks great. Last I saw him. Just saying. Yeah, but I think everybody else is dead, right? The professor died a few years back. Well, more than a few. Right. Now, but he was one of the last few, I think, so. So, yep. <gasps> Which means we need to totally do a Back to the Beach episode. <laughs> because yeah, they're in it. Gilligan and Skipper are Skipper in and it. Gilligan are in it, yeah. Ow. That'll be good. It's great because we have this new mic set up and I don't hit my teeth on it, but Stu keeps hitting his head on it. So it's, it's kind of awesome when you get to pass the torch. Uh, I don't know, guys. Oh, there's a little 80s for you. There's a little 80s, 90s for you. Stewie's been watching The Last Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'm a little aggravated. Because he says to me, he says, so we got, I got the, uh, I got a package through work. I got, it's, I got Hulu, uh, ESPN Plus and Disney Plus, right? And Stu's mm-hmm. like, oh, and I, he didn't even know that this existed. He's like, apparently they're making a documentary. I was like, oh, it's already out. The last Dance people have been talking about it. Like, oh, really? Okay. So he's like, oh, I know you're not into basketball. I'm like, I'm into the Bulls. I'm into Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. I'm like, who who wasn't? Like, if you were alive, you were into, like, I watched that almost then a whole season with Stewie, mind you, of the Bulls that last season. Because it's kind of like the big red machine, right? You're never. Yeah. No matter what they do, you're never going to get that lineup again. It just won't happen. Exactly. It's like you said. It's like basketball's big red machine. It's, it's exactly just, what it is. Iconic lineup. So I said, you know, he's like, so I know you're not into it, so I'll just watch it in my room or something. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. Well, sometimes he watches it out here, and sometimes he doesn't. So I get to catch parts of it. But it, what, what I've seen so far, it's been. I've watched it all out here. It's been awesome. 
you watched half of it or something like that because you came out here and started. Well, we watched half of it and then kind of left. And well, the I kids were back. here and you watched part of it not out here. No, I watched it all. I, no. I, I uh, eventually, you know. And my, my sister stopped by the other night and, like, we t- he had it on again. And, like, it, it doesn't take but a few minutes before you – it doesn't matter who's – like, my kids were kind of getting caught up in it. And my sister started getting caught. I mean, she's interested in that stuff, but it's like it's so it's it doesn't matter if you're a basketball fan or not. It's Michael Jordan, and it's Dennis Rodman, and it's Scottie Pippen, and it's just they're legends. Of it's the talking sport. about how they all came to be with the Bulls and that whole like and how it got ended the championship with the Bulls. seasons and uh, yes, and there are so many things in this. I keep telling Stu, I'm like. This this seems like a scripted Hollywood movie. The way things played out, it's so like it doesn't seem real. It's it's insane. Like the whole like Dennis, Tiger King. Yes. No. Um. Like <laughs> like the whole Dennis Rodman being. He was with a, the Pistons, who were like their their most hated team, and he was like the Pistons were out to get Jordan. Like, you got to watch this, man. It's like they're... They actually had a thing called the Jordan Rules. The Jordan Rules. It was an actual thing for the Pistons. They, really? Oh, yeah. They they would not let him get in the air, no matter what they had to do. They'd foul they, out. They'd they didn't foul care. out, yeah. They would tackle him, whatever. And Rodman was amongst the big ones who did it. And then it's like he ends up getting, like, outcast from basketball altogether... And then the Bulls are like, we'll take him on. And people are like, are you serious? But Jordan's like, as soon as we brought him on, he was totally game player. He never, they they were like, they were asking him all like, so how did Rodman fit in when he first came? And Pippen's first words are like a glove, man. It's like the second he joined the team, they were all like simpatico. It, it worked. It's just insane. Yeah, I if you haven't, you should definitely check it out. It, it is worth a watch. I think there's what, four episodes so far? Uh, they do two every Sunday, right? They just did two more Sunday, so I think. So they're on six. I think so. Okay, yeah, it's on, it's on ESPN or uh, yeah. Oh. yeah, we're watching it on ESPN Plus, which is through the ESPN which app. Which gives I think us you the could, ability to watch it whenever. And it also gives us the. I think you can watch it on ESPN, but it's TV fourteen. Yeah, we actually get the we get the mature one. one, which I just think they cuss. I think they just. They drop a few cuss words, and I think they just cut that out of the other one, but it's probably not much different mm-hmm. besides that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Yeah, no nudity or anything. And we and we follow from the 80s all up through the 90s, through basically the championship she- seasons of the Bulls. I mean, I'm sure I have, I've said this before, but I actually was uh, in Chicago, and when me and my dad had season tickets when Jordan first started. Yeah, so Stewie's, oh, wow. Stewie's from Mount Prospect, Illinois, and so the city proper for him would have been Chicago, kind of like we we say we're from Cincinnati to make it easy, but we don't actually live in Cincinnati. Right. Um, that's just it's the closest city to us, and we're my, not far. The United Center was my second home right. for quite some time. So Stewie's a huge Chicago fan, and honestly, though, even if you're not, I mean, the Bulls – like we how said, do you not like Jordan? It's kind of like the big red machine. And what I noticed, mm-hmm. what I noticed, I was telling Stu, that Jordan, <laughs> he was pretty much told he, he would never make it, and he was too short. Which they're like, how how tall is he? Like six six, and they're like, 
He comes in this short little only six six. I'm like only six six. <laughs> like screw you guys. <laughs> but same thing with Pete Rose. You know, Pete Rose. They told him he'd never make it as a baseball player because he wasn't that good. He couldn't run very fast and everything. It's almost like these guys are driven by people telling them they can't do it. And it's like I'm totally going to do it now just to show you all. And it's kind of cool. Got to admire that. Yeah. There is so much that went on that it feels like a Hollywood scripted movie. I mean, yeah, there's the villain and all this and it's, it's, it's worth it though. There's people that are hated. Like, it's just amazing. Like everybody agrees. Like just Jordan is there's, it's not made up. I mean, what people talk about him being the best, I know people will talk about, we were talking about, you know, Stu said that, you know, people will bring up Kobe and LeBron and all that, but they're not, they're not Jordan. They're just not, no. and they never will no. be. They're great. They're fantastic, but they're not Jordan. Nobody. Kobe was probably the closest to like side by side as Jordan, but mm-hmm. he just wasn't a, at the time just not as good as Jordan. So we should do. We'll probably do like an eighty sports um, episode. Would probably be great. You know, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, definitely. And, you know, it's funny. I like to think about this, and again, tangent, but we'll take a few minutes on this. You guys can kind of agree or disagree with me. It's totally up to you. But I kind of feel like in the 80s, baseball was huge. In the 90s, yeah, basketball was huge. And now football is huge. Does it feel that way to anybody else, or is that just me? Like, Actually, uh, I think soccer supposedly kind of made its way around. Soccer isn't like mm. those other sports though nobody's it's sitting, getting there it, but it's not as and it may be the next one i'm saying though I'm, i didn't say it was i'm saying it was it feels like it's being like almost there but do you guys i mean do you guys agree with that well, like i feel like in the 80s baseball was the big thing now maybe it was just my life baseball's always been kind of big it's always been like my dad's one of his favorites so i i grew up watching a lot of baseball and then I feel like in the '90s it was the NBA because if I think about it, in the '90s there were like NBA jams and movies, you know, uh, Space Jam, and you had your Shaquille O'Neal, like the yeah. all these people were huge, oh, yeah. right? They're, they're going to mm-hmm. do a LeBron James with Space Jam too. Yeah, I think everybody knows that. Dude. They've That's been talking about horrible. it for ten years now. That's horrible. Space Jam is not a good movie. I mean, it was Space okay. Jam. No, it's not. Watch it again. It's not a good movie. You remember it with a nostal- with nostalgia glasses on. I'm telling you, you watch it now. And I, I don't get me wrong, I still like it, but it's bad. So is it kind of like uh, Duke's so, Hazard? It is not. Should we do it for a sh- uh, for episode oh, of the show? Hell yeah, we're gonna do Space Jam. But it's nonsense. Fantastic. It's, it's pure nonsense. It doesn't even make sense. Like you're watching it, going, "What the hell?" Well, it, it is cartoon and humans interacting. Yeah. So, so. was Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And it's a fantastic movie. It, I'm yep. telling you, Space Jam is nonsense. The movie makes zero sense at all it's like there's no logic they just randomly do shit <laughs> it's very bizarre but uh yeah i don't know that's the way i've always felt like in the 80s it was all about baseball <clears throat> and in the 90s it was all about basketball and then nowadays it's all about football i don't know maybe it's just me anyway there was a tangent for you just thought uh, we'd mention it though the last dance really good we we do recommend it uh, I got nothing else, and uh, I already know you guys got nothing else, because every time I ask you, you guys go, nope, nothing, nope, we got nothing, so, you know, way to come prepared, assholes. I, I got something. <sighs> I'm not, not really. 
What you got? Nothing. Love is what I got. It's what I got. Remember that? I said, remember that. Love is. Did I just hear a woman's voice? That's all I got. What? I just heard a woman's voice like for like a half second. I've been watching a lot of ghost videos on YouTube, so God knows what the hell is going through my head. I'm kind of like you, dude. I, I, I'm just looking for shit to watch. Like, I watched. I've watched, I just watched all of The Office over again. That's nine seasons. It's like, what, what the hell are you? Hmm. So you're just looking for different things to watch at this point. And Pretty much. Um, I, I, uh, I can't tell I you. Take, how, wait, what's really fun to watch I, is I, you're looking so for haunted with stuff. The stuff like, uh, kind of cool. I don't know what that. What? What? Heisenberg. What? What? What were you saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that uh, a really fun watch if you're looking for haunted stuff is uh, Possessed Dolls. Yeah, I've already watched them. That's kind of cool. Oh, you're right. All right. <laughs> I watch all of um, I watch Nuke's Top 5 all the time, and he does Possessed doll. He does everything. Like, I... I've also gotten to the point... I used to be that guy that would, like, even if a movie was bad, I would usually finish it, but now... I don't have time. If it's bad, I'm turning that shit off and finding something else. And I like bad movies. Because you got nothing else to do. I got nothing else to do, and there's a thousand movies, and I'm not wasting my time with (laughs) some turd. Wasting time, huh? So, yeah, I'm not wasting my time watching a turd of a movie. I'm surprised you haven't watched everything. (laughs) I've watched a lot, man. I went back and watched Back to the Future. Including Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I went back and watched Back to the Future 3 the other day because I was just sort of like, I haven't seen it in a while. And, you know, you see the first one a lot and you tend to watch it more than the rest. And it's obviously the best out of all of them. But I really enjoy the second two. And I really Mm. enjoy the third one a lot. It's probably, my my order probably goes first one, third one, second one. It's probably my order of like. And so I watched it again. Oh, hell yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the third one. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, especially since, you know, ZZ Top has a cameo in it. So what are you going to do? You know? It's great, and, and it's cheesiness, and uh, but it's it's fun. But uh, they were doing a thing the other day. They were talking about a lot of people voted that Back to the Future might be a perfect movie. And they were trying to find plot holes, and I think... Um, James Gunn said something on Twitter like the only plot hole I could or hole I could really find in it might not even be a hole. He was basically like, if if in the fifties the guy who got them together right is is this Calvin Klein dude right Marty. It's like, mm-hmm. and then they have a kid that looks exactly like him and they never go hey he looks exactly like him. And the mm-hmm. writer uh, the writers and stuff of the movie were like, well you guys got to remember thirty years later. They've known Calvin for less than a week. Chances are good they're like, man, he kind of reminds us of that dude. But they, they're not, they're, it's not like they have a photo or anything to remember him by 30 years later, your memory's a little different. So, and I was like, yep, he pretty much just sank their one possible plot hole. Other than that, there's really not a lot of plot holes in the movie. And again, I'm tangent and getting off on another tangent, but we went and saw it. Who went with us? Who? When the group of us went and saw it on the big screen uh, uh, at the... Where's the one you and I went and saw Pulp Fiction? Oh, the Esquire? Esquire. Who who went with us to the Esquire? Did uh, either of you guys go to the Esquire? I don't, th- I don't think it was This me. was years ago. I don't ago. think I did. This was when I was still married, and I know we went with a, a, a girl I worked with, Kat, and her husband. I, I, 
swear there was a big group. I'm surprised you guys didn't go, but we went and saw uh, Back to the Future on the big screen, and I'm watching it. And yeah, guys, you got to remember we were kids when it came out. The whole scene at the beginning, it's like when Marty's like, it's scanning all the newspaper articles and it is telling the story of Doc Brown and the Brown family and why he like basically lives in a garage now and everything. Cause like he burned his house down doing science experiments. It's all in there. Like it tells everything out. And I missed all of that when I was a kid is like I said, Stu and I were just talking like we're watching weird science and I really can't, it's really pissing me off that we can't remember the other little thing we saw that we're like, was totally a nod at, at the storyline, but these are little bits and pieces <laughs> that you miss. And then as you get older and you rewatch stuff, you, you pick up on the little thing. So, you know, isn't it great when you see a movie or a show that you like when you were younger, watch it again, and then you're catching all the stuff, like the hidden jokes that they yes. that didn't get as Just a kid. Can't remember them now. It's wonderful, which is why yeah. I think that if we watched Mac and Me now, it would be a good movie. There you go. Might possibly no, it's not. I was gonna say might possibly be as bad as Back to the Future or Back to the Future, uh, Teen Wolf Two. Except Mac and Me is so bad, I'm gonna be able to laugh at how bad it is. I couldn't laugh at Teen Wolf Two. It was just mm-hmm. bad and boring. Man. Yeah, I mean, you get Mac and Me was pretty much a commercial for McDonald's. For McDonald's. Yeah, it is a horrible movie, and we totally got to do mm. it. <laughs> it's totally got to watch Mac and Me at some point. There's a whole and slew. And now I want McDonald's. Yes, whole exactly. slew of movies I've always wanted to do. The Boy Who Could Fly. I mean, we've got so many movies we can talk about from the 80s that we never got around to in obscure 80s, and, and bands we never talked about, and TV shows we never talked about. So I look forward to a lot of it, but... Anyway, um, we will be back again. There will be a new uh, Rewind Toys. We just released the recast episode. So I told you guys this show proper is going to be pretty much every other week. But there's going to be plenty of... uh, Basically, the recast is is a full episode. It's just not an 80s... It's kind of an 80s and 90s topic if you think about it. But it's a little different where we're just casting and... So there will be plenty of bonus content. So you're going to get something every week. It's not like... You can get it right up the butt. The Rewind Toys are not long. I think the first one was like 10 minutes. The second one was like 6 minutes. Um, the next one coming out, If uh, have you been listening to the Rewind Toys? Uh, let's see. No, I haven't caught the Rewind Toys. That's because you're an asshole. Do you, do you hear how he did it? Um, let me, let me, let's see. Have I, have I? No. No, I, I've never really <laughs> Screw <been>. you. <laughs> Can't. Can't give me 15 minutes of two episodes. I didn't listen to any of our stuff. Um, you never, you hardly ever did, though. I, I used to. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, I used to. Uh, that would be a good Jay Leno. Ay. No, it's not. What the hell are you doing? Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, Stu, keep working on your impressions. Yeah. That was Jay Leno. In fact, we might do a whole segment from now on. <laughs> Where we write, people write in and Stu does the impression. Ooh, that would be good. And if not, we'll just bring back Dexter. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys have no idea. We used to do a segment where Stu would read like nerdy stuff in a nerdy voice of this character he created called Dexter. And it it was the a two minute, two minute clip turned into a half hour. Yes, it would. We would record it ahead of time. It would be a clip that would last about two minutes, and it would take us 30, 40 minutes to record it. 
because he would get hung up on stuff where he's reading all this technical 80s jargon crap. That's not what got him. He'd get caught on the word that. And I put words in places that they weren't there. Yeah, it was. And I'd get so frustrated with him, but it was well worth it to hear him do it. This is Dexter Jackson. (laughs) I I don't even remember how it sounded like. Uh, Um. Shit, I get so sidetracked, I don't even know what the hell. So we got, like I said, plenty of bonus content. The next episode of Rewind Toys will be on Micro Machines. So there you go. What? I need to sit in on that one. It's already recorded. It's not a sit-in-on thing. Oh, you're a motherfucker. Well, you're a father fucker. I never understood why motherfucker was such an insult. (sighs) Stuart, we talked about this before. Stop belching and farting into the microphones. (sighs) Don't fart in the microphones either. Don't fire the microphone. Don't fire the microphone. Are you smelling the toast again? <laughs> Don't fire. Don't fire the microphone. I've been drinking. <laughs> anyway, it's not what they are. The rewind toys, you'll just need to listen. So I like collecting toys, and I've learned a lot about collecting toys. And so I just talk a little bit about the history of a toy. Like where it came from, if you're a collector, what sort of things to look out for, what kind of values they have on them, if they're special ones, you know, like I did one of muscles and tell you how to tell a real muscle man from the fake ones because there's a shit ton of fake ones out there. I talk about the history because like everything comes from Japan. Oh, and if you guys haven't watched, I'll give one more and you can watch it right now because it's Netflix, man. If you have not watched the toys that made us. Totally need to be. You need to go check it out. The toys that made us is awesome. Um, there's a GI Joe episode. There's a Transformer episode, and they talk. The Transformer episode blows your mind because it's like the Transformers were taken from multiple different lines of toys. It's crazy. And we just watched the Power Ranger one the other day with my daughter because she's a huge Power Ranger fan, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, right. I told you." <laughs> the The Power Rangers is all. Oh, those are all Japanese dudes. <laughs> like they just filmed the American people and then cut them into the scenes. That's how they did it. That Saban, that Saban guy is a freaking genius, man, and he made himself a multimillionaire because he came up with an idea, which originally Stan Lee came up with the idea. Do you know that? Yep. Stan Lee uh, had the idea of doing the exact same thing. Him and this uh, chick who who was like a kid's television producer, and they tried to pitch it and could not get it pitched. It's a whole thing. Watch the toys that made us. It's great. And I think there might be a series called The Movies That Made Us as well, which I have not watched yet. I'll have to check that out. But on Netflix, The Toys That Made Us, there, there's another little piece of 80s for you. So that's about all we got this week. Um, we will be back. Uh, there'll be some bonus content next week. And then I don't know if there'll be there'll be a Rewind Toys. There may or may not be something else that comes out with it. We will be recording two shows, so you can rest assured that we will always be ahead one show. <laughs> Well, not always. We'll fuck up at some point, I'm sure, and get behind, so it'll be Well, perfect. as soon as we're allowed free, we probably won't be recording as much. What do you mean, recording as much? We record every other week. I'm just kidding her. It's not, but in order to be kidding, it's got to be funny. It wasn't funny. Shut up. <laughs> All right, uh, and so you guys got nothing, right? No, Bob. I'm good. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, but you got nothing, so we're... we're I got nothing, yeah. All right, so that's it, guys. Until next we speak, stay awesome. Stay awesome. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Making a girl. Actually making a girl.
That was an abrupt, weird shutoff to the music. <laughs> I was like, it just went, why don't people... Alright, so the music's over. <laughs> weird. We can finish it. Bots and pandas, weird. And pee, weird, weird science. 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 Weird science.